You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Hello, and welcome to the Trend Zone. Dave here with Casey, and we're the football dudes. Are you ready, brother? Yes, I am, sir. Next stop, the Trend Zone. In today's episode, we'll talk some big-time players getting injured, a little bit of activity at the trade deadline, a little survivor slash three strikes, our fantasy go backs of the week, and we'll preview all the games coming up in week nine. But before that, Casey, get it started with a tasty nug for the people. Oh, yeah, some sticky icky, dude, as the NFL approaches <laughs> the halfway of the 2021 season. I have a question for you, Dave. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> hell no. No, hell no. And it as Lenny uh, Kravitz says, it ain't over till it's over, dude. 37 games this season, including eight of the 15 last week. A team has trailed in the fourth quarter, and they came back to win. I'm talking about the Cowboys, Chiefs, Patriots, Saints, Jets, Steelers, and 49ers, and the Titans. They all did that in week eight, Dave. That's the most in a single week since nine teams did it in 2016. And three teams, the Ravens. Titans and your L.A. Chargers have three wins this season after trailing in the fourth quarter, man. Wow. Woo. The NFL is always so very entertaining. You never know. <laughs> That's right. Closing it out is tough, man. You got to learn how to close. Yeah, that is the truth. All right, man. Top trending stories going on, Casey. Let's get it started. This one, this one blew our minds this morning, right? <laughs> yeah, dude, and I think we're going to get more details as this thing comes out, but it's not looking good so far. Aaron Rodgers tests positive for COVID-19. He's going to miss that huge game against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. You know the networks are crying about that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the good news for the Packers, I guess, Jordan Love is going to make his first start. And uh, they also brought in Blake Bortles. But Dave Rodgers said he was immunized which everybody thought meant vaccinated, but that's not the case. So how much deception was involved? Um, I'll take a lot for 400, Dave. What is deception yeah. for 400? Yeah, that, that is just outrageous, Casey. Apparently some kind of holistic uh, treatment system. And of course, he was uh, cruising around maskless as if he had all the protection in the world. And then with all these receivers going down, who's the culprit there? You know, you mm -hmm. Devontae Adams and Lazard and all this stuff's happening there. So I think more details are coming out on this thing. But um, shady AF from where I'm looking, bro. No question about it. Casey, moving it along. Some of the bad news coming from last week, dude. Running back Derrick Henry, who's on an absolute tear this season a record pace in so many different categories out for the season with a broken bone in his foot he's got the surgery coming uh a there is a chance speculatively that he would be available uh later in the season and or maybe the playoffs or the super bowl but at this point he's pretty much out for the season for the foreseeable future and uh that pretty much puts an end to my fantasy team. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, hey, you know who's out there? They went and got Adrian Peterson all day. If anybody's got something left, it's going to be this guy. And the running style is very similar. Yeah. I know he's not Derrick Henry, but I'm at least excited at the potential that AD could bring to that team. And, you know, that's going to be an interesting story moving forward. All right, Dave. Another brutal injury was Saints quarterback Jameis Winston. We saw it when it happened, and we knew that yep. it couldn't be good. He's done for the year. 
Um, Taysom Hill supposed to come back. He's been a little concussed, so yeah. we'll see what they have in there. I'm assuming it's just going to be more of a package, and they're going to give the start to Trevor Simeon, who is good enough to come in and beat the world champs and Tom Brady. So um, not all is lost. This is still a very complete team, a great defense, stacked yeah. the running back. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they play for uh, this plays out moving forward. But a total bummer for Jameis, dude. No question. He's on the contract uh, year, so it's going to – be a long time getting healthy there. He might not be ready for next year. It's going to obviously impact his contract situation. Trevor Simeon, though, Casey, has had a history, although played very well, and I agree, has had a history of being injured. Mm -hmm. They do have um, Ian Book, former Notre Damer, all-time winningest quarterback at Notre Dame on the roster. I believe he's a fourth or fifth-round draft pick. So they they like him. Maybe at some point down the road he'll end up getting a look. Uh, And then, of course, Phillip Rivers, former Chargers and Colts quarterback, has made it known that He's answering the phone if the Saints are calling. Apparently, they haven't given him that call. I don't know if they will, Casey. He's got that bolo tie ready to hop on a plane and come into New Orleans. <laughs> a couple more injuries. Dave Daniel Hunter of the Vikings. He tore a pec muscle. He's going to be gone for the rest of the season. And the Rams plays rookie Tutu Atwell on IR with a season-ending shoulder injury. Yeah, guy is a little bit undersized, Casey, at like a buck fifty, uh, soaking wet. So... Not a shocker there. All right, Casey, moving on to the trade deadline. We, of course, never expect total fireworks, but hey, this is pretty interesting stuff here. Yeah, you know, in the NBA and MLB, everybody will give out their best players. Not so much in the NFL, but when it started, we saw that the Rams were trading for Von Miller. Completely stoked to see that. And then the day kind of petered out after that trade. But Von Miller coming to the Rams is super exciting, dude. Uh, the the Rams give up a second and a third rounder in the 2022 NFL draft. So I don't know that they have any uh, picks left moving forward. Yeah, the I Broncos, think they start in the fifth round. Oh, dude. So, well, they're pushing all the chips to the table, dude, and really um, pushing it, you know, try to make a run for the Super Bowl this year after getting Matt Stafford in there. But I really love the addition to Von Miller to this defense. If he stays healthy, dude, he can definitely contribute, bro. Yeah, no doubt. And then on this defense, he's not the focal point of the other team's, uh, you know, fears because Aaron Donald is there. Floyd is there. Jalen Ramsey is there. Lots of dudes that give you a headache. Now you throw in Von Miller and he's just more spice in there. Casey, look at this from the Broncos perspective uh, as well. You know, they paid most of this contract. They paid nine million of the nine point seven five million. So they essentially bought a second and third round pick. This is starting to look uh, to me like a Broncos rebuild plan in effect here for next year. Piling up some picks here with two seconds, two thirds, two fifths. They're loaded. Maybe a trade for Aaron Rodgers, who's a disgruntled and immunized Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> Maybe so, dude. Man, it's stacking good for those Broncos. And keep it in the AFC West, dude. Kansas City traded a sixth-round pick to the Steelers for your former Charger, Melvin Ingram. Uh, they need help anywhere they can get it with that uh, 32nd-ranked uh, pass rush defense there. Right. All right, Casey. Some no trades also made the news this year round. Yeah, a little smoke. We thought there might be some fire for Deshaun Watson, but the Dolphins were kind of the last player in that game. And at the end, they said, thanks, but no thanks. We're going to ride with our guy, Tua. Yeah, the Texans apparently heard of a potential settlement of the the lawsuits against Watson. And at that point, they said, hey, we're not selling this guy at fire sale sale price at this point. We're, We're asking for more now. 
well, and now that that made the trade go away. But now it's on Deshaun Watson. If you really want to get this thing going, settle out all those all those issues uh, that you have with the 22 and 24 women and then get yourself in a position you are tradable where the Texans can maximize their value. They're sitting on them till at least March, uh, mid-March of 22, Casey. Wow. Craziness, dude. At and least it's not gr- disgruntled, Casey, like some guys. He's not acting, kicking and screaming like some guys I know. Yeah, dude, this is a kind of a shocker of a guy that didn't get traded too. Odell Beckham Jr., man, for whatever reason, he and Baker cannot get on the same page. Yep. His old man Pops went out there and made a video montage of all the times he was open and didn't get the ball. Uh, conveniently, he left out all the times that he dropped the ball out of that 11-minute <laughs> video, Dave. But, um, you know, what? for whatever reason, those guys aren't on the same page. Stefanski today essentially said that he's not on the team. They haven't officially released him, but he's not practicing. He's not part of what's moving forward. Dave, if you knew these problems were there, why didn't you get anything for him, whatever you can get? Yeah, and now they're basically going to have to cut him, and it just doesn't seem like anything productive happened there at all. Uh, Casey, the Ravens were looking to acquire uh, Indianapolis Colts running back Marlon Mack, who's kind of still recovering from that uh, torn Achilles that he suffered last year. Uh, Colts ended up uh, just wanted to just get basically hold on to him to for uh, for depth at running back. Or did Marlon Mack find out, hey, the Ravens are interested? I don't know, because everybody that plays running back on the Ravens <laughs> gets hurt. So maybe they don't want to go to the Ravens. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm already recovering from an injury. So we don't know how, how that actually transpired, transpired, but he ends up staying on the Colts. And what happens a lot, Dave, if you can't find a trade partner, you go ahead and, and cut some of those players if you can't get anything for them. Yeah, for example, the Rams releasing Deshaun Jackson. It just wasn't what Deshaun had in mind. It wasn't what Sean McVay thought was going to happen here. It just didn't pan out. He only really had a handful of impact plays, and he wasn't getting on the field enough. And it turns out the Rams actually are pretty damn deep at, at wide receiver. Yeah, I never took him for a me-first guy, huh? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then my guy, Jalen Smith, he's spent yeah. a uh, couple weeks on the Packers, and uh, they pulled the plug on that. So that might be the end to, uh, you know, not a prolific career for Jalen Smith, but what he came back from, you got to give the dude props, man. And in 2018, we thought he might regain that form, and uh, he just did the best he could with what he had left. So such an unfortunate injury in his last college game to what that guy could have been at the, this level. No question about that, Casey. Uh, it's a shortened career, and it is quite a shame. But there's something a lot worse than a shortened career or being cut uh, at this point, Casey. And it's um, it's the, the this Raiders story, man. Yeah, Henry Ruggs, dude. Just a tragic story all the way around. Tuesday, um, we got the word out that um, he got into an accident with the fatality, driving under the influence about 3.40 a.m. in the morning. He hit a car doing almost 160 miles an hour. That car burned up. The uh, the passenger perished there. And mm. it's just tragic, dude. Such an avoidable mistake. And, um, you know, it, it's just it's awful all the way around, dude, for all parties involved. Yeah. And uh, you just hate to hear stuff like this, dude. Yeah. 22 years old and essentially, 
you know, killed somebody and, and, and in essence ruined his his life too. everything f- forward here changes the Raiders uh, from a football perspective. Casey, just to do the, the dirty work here, uh, selected him 12th overall in the 2020 draft total contract value of 16 point seven million fully guaranteed so that was all his money but he was still waiting for some of the payouts of course uh they've paid him about 4.8 million so just under 12 million dollars in dead cap to cut him and i'm sure they're going to try and um not pay him any more money yeah total bummer dude condolences to all the uh, family members involved no question all right casey moving along to something more uh cheerful although i'm a little bitter uh this week but let's talk our our survivor three strikes pool well dave had i not gone to dead and company shows on friday and saturday nights (laughs) i would have gone with my pick the kansas city chiefs who i thought that i did but i woke up uh game time on sunday to find out that i never submitted that pick so i took my first l of the season and coincidentally that was the most popular pick the chiefs beating the giants and i was one encore late the Giants couldn't do us a favor because there was a lot of people on that pick. Casey, my pick was the Cincinnati Bengals over the Jets, and it was a lame, unsportsmanlike conduct call late in that game after the Bengals had stopped the Jets and were getting the ball back. That turned the game on that single call. Horrible officiating ruins another game. But that's the way it goes. That was the most popular incorrect pick. My pick, my first strike. And I've seen a bunch of crap-ass calls this year, but that might have been the worst. It was was horrific, and I'm sick of seeing these dumb officials ruin games like that. But uh, I'm sure there's more of those to come. But the most popular pick heading into next week is the Buffalo Bills over the Jacksonville Jaguars. (laughs) All right, Casey, moving on to the fantasy go-back starts of the week. Do you have any go-backs? Yeah, I do, actually. I could have played Michael Carter in that. Uh, Jets victory over the Cincinnati Bengals. I'd have been good for 23 points. I didn't do the math. That might have put me into the money, but mm. I still had plenty to beat the decimated donkey. So I'm back <laughs> in first place, at least for a week, Dave. How did you do? Yeah, I took an L to drop to four and four, but still ranked fourth somehow in the league. I have no idea how that is possible. Too many guys that are hurt, too many guys on bye, and now the Derrick Henry loss. I'm a, t- a team spiraling downward out of control all right casey moving on to more exciting things it is the games coming up in week nine and wow there's a slew of some good ones here casey i'll get it going here with thursday night when the new york jets go to the indianapolis colts it's going to be a 10 and a half point favorite for the colts dude um dave who are you aaron Rodgers? because you just said a slew of great (laughs) games and you give me jets at colts <laughs> sorry about here? that. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I misspoke. They, they're okay. coming, Kate. Don't worry. They're coming. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, you know, the big question is here is can Mike White keep up the magic and kill the rest of, if any of the survivors from the elimination pools from that Jets over Cincy carnage from week eight? Um, he was really impressive in that win, so we got to show him a little bit of love. No doubt. All right, up next, we got the New England Patriots at the Carolina Panthers, and the Patriots are three and a half point favorites on the road. Yeah. Yeah, Casey and the Pats uh, get their first look at uh, cornerback Stephon Gilmore, who they traded away to the Panthers uh, not too long ago. Uh, but they're really hoping, Casey, they don't might see Gilmore, but they're really hoping they, they don't have to see Christian McCaffrey, who Carolina thinks actually might have a chance to play uh, in this game. And they do a lot better with McCaffrey out there. Yeah, I think so. And probably no Sam Darnold in this concussion protocol. So 
Right. Um, yeah. All right, up next, Casey. Buffalo Bills at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Bills are favored by 13 and a half. Really? Not so yeah. much, is it? <laughs> the good news is, though, um, the Bills are 5-2 and two against the spread this season, so <laughs> that's probably bad news for Herbs and the Jags. <laughs> There's your there's your money line tip, Casey. <laughs> Go with the All pools. right, Dave, let's move this thing forward. We got Houston Texans at the Miami Dolphins, and the Dolphins are six and a half point favorites at home. Yeah, no Deshaun after the trade came and went, Casey. Uh, no problem. Uh, that's it. The trade deadline's gone. It's Tua's team. It's a love fest for Tua now. We wanted Tua the whole time, but really the important thing is Casey has now the rest of the season to show that he's the guy and he's been playing well lately, you know, and so let, he's got a chance to really show that they don't need to go any direction other than stay with Tua and develop around him. Let's get it done, baby. All right. Up next is the Atlanta Falcons at the New Orleans Saints. Saints at home favored by four and a half. Yeah, Dave, Drew Brees played 15 seasons for these Saints, and now they're already on to their second QB in their first season without him. <laughs> will it be Simeon? Will it be Hill? Or will it be both? We're going to find out on Sunday. All right, up next, we got the Las Vegas Raiders at the New York Giants. And the Raiders are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road, man. Yeah, and considering the tragic events that happened uh, with the Raiders squad and rugs this week, it'll be interesting to see what kind of effort the Raiders can really muster up. In a lot of ways, football is meaningless compared to, obviously, some of the stuff that can happen in life like that, Casey. But uh, there is still a very important Raiders uh, football game on the horizon. they got to go to East Coast, play this giant squad who's been feisty, and the Raiders cannot afford to lose and let that AFC West catch up to them. Mm. All right, Case, up next is the Minnesota Vikings at the Baltimore Ravens. And the Vikings, excuse me, the Ravens are at home and favored by five and a half. Yeah, Vikings coming off a very disappointing loss to my Cowboys last week, Sunday night in the Dome there. And they've just been a little shy in all these losses, man. They uh, they could easily have like a, you know, a, a, a five and two record or five and three, whatever the hell they are right now without that loss. Losing some games late, playing pretty decent football. Um, they were just getting cooked by those Cowboys receivers. And after the quick start last week, Kirk Cousins wasn't able to get it going. And neither was Dalvin Cook, really. So impressed with that mm. Cowboys defense. I'm talking about the Vikings, but I'm talking about the Cowboys. A big game <laughs> for these Vikings in a tough, tough uh, road scenario. Yeah, and how about this uh, Ravens team, dude? Uh, they obviously come off their bye. They were super, super hot, man. But then they ran into a smoking hot uh, team in the Cincinnati Bengals that handed them a face full of humble pie uh, in that big uh, d- statement game the Bengals had, right? Uh, in that game, um, <clears throat> you know, Lamar still played very well. It's just uh, th- he has to seemingly do so much. Latavius Murray banged up. It'll be probably Freeman and, and Bell, maybe Tyson Williams in there. Uh, Marquise Grant Brown had a nice game with a touchdown in it. And Rashad Bateman has really come along the rookie after finally getting through his injury issues early. He came up with 80 yards uh, there. And of course, Mark Andrews. I mean, it's the guy that Lamar Jackson looks to first on uh, every single play. This run, t- this run team for the Ravens, obviously the running backs have been getting tragically injured, but they're third in total offense and third rushing. So, and Lamar has shown uh, in, in stretches here that he can play a uh, great passing uh, offense too. Defense Defensively fourth against the run, but 32nd against the pass. So that could be an interesting factor in this game. See what happens. All right, Dave, give it to me, baby. 
Give it to me. <laughs> what? Give you got the Denver Broncos. <laughs> okay. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, shit. One of these is a beast, and the other rides that beast. And so far, my Cowboys <laughs> are seven and a half point favorites. Okay. Well, I'm going to go back to the weird streak that I found, Casey, is that the Broncos have won the past six games. Now, of course, I don't know who who the quarterbacks were. As you go back, these teams don't play each other very often. But um, I just thought I'd throw that out there to you. But, you know, the Broncos actually started off 3-0 against the worst handful of teams in the league. Then they dropped four straight. They got it right again by playing the, they got a W against the FT uh, last week there. Teddy B has played well. And when you look at the numbers, you know, they're good. I mean, he's got a 100 passer rating, 13 TDs, just five picks. He's doing kind of what they're, they wanted him to do. And you've got a nice run tandem with Gordon and rookie Javante Williams running the ball. Solid receivers, Sutton and Patrick. They, get, they got back Judy last week. It just seems still, though, to be kind of a pedestrian offense a little bit. Uh, and you got to wonder a little bit, Casey, defensively, they're fifth in yards overall and second in points, but they trade away Von Miller for future picks. What does that say to the team in the locker room right now about winning now? I don't know. And now they're going to play the Cowboys. Yeah, that's bad news because this Cowboys uh, offense is the number one offense in the NFL. Um, Dak was limited in practice Wednesday. They held him out against the Vikings. Um, They expect him back. But if not, Cooper Rush played really well in that game. Took him a few drives to get, you know, his feet under him. But once he did, he stayed within himself and played a really damn good football game. Um, I don't know if they'll be able to run on these Broncos because it's pretty tough. But they're definitely going to try. They'll... They'll definitely put um, Zeke and Pollard out there and try to get that run going. But, Dave, I'm coming off of what a great defensive effort it was against those Vikings. Held them just 16 points, and I can't have a bigger uh, man crush than I do on Randy Gregory, dude. The comeback story of this guy (laughs) is unbelievable. He leads the team with five sacks, and he's been an absolute beast. And they still don't have Demarcus Lawrence back, who probably only a couple weeks away. So that's going to be interesting when they start getting some of these other guys like Lawrence and Gallimore and even Hill back into this uh, defense. I'm Trayvon Diggs. The interception streak ended last week. Total bummer, but he's still got seven. He's looking to get back out there. This Cowboys uh, squad is very complete. They Mm -hmm. can't look past this Broncos team, but this is a game that it looks like they're going to win and they definitely should win it. No doubt that Cowboys is night and day different from last year, dude, the way they're playing. All right, Case, up next, the battle for Ohio as the Cleveland Browns head to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Bengals at home favored by two and a half. Wow. Bengals favored in the divisional battle for Ohio. Yeah, dude. And this is a huge game, especially if the Browns want to have something to say about who's winning this AFC North, man. They've dropped a couple of tough games. They've been in most of their games, but haven't quite closed them out with this Odell drama. I think him not being the pitcher is probably just going to help this squad give Baker a free mind. He seems to like to throw to everybody else. But this team is born to run the football. They got Nick Chubb back last week, and he uh, he was impressive. And uh, Dearness Johnson, he's been really impressive. So you still got that one-two punch even with Hunt out of there with those guys uh, running the ball. The defense has to be better. I know they held the Steelers down to 15 points or whatever, but they've been inconsistent. They've given up a lot of huge pass plays, and that's bad news against this Bengals offense. 
Yeah, no doubt about it, Casey. This Bengals offense <clears throat> was smoking uh, hot against uh, the Ravens in that huge statement game I mentioned as they clobbered the Ravens two weeks ago. But last week, somehow found themselves in a shootout against the New York Jets team what? with the backup quarterback playing his first football game. It's mind-blowing. Cincinnati came into the game at 5-2 and two and the number one seed in the AFC, and they dropped oh. the game to arguably the worst team in the AFC. Let's uh, see, arguably. Uh, now, let's look big picture, though. Okay, they got that behind them. Cincinnati's moving on. They're not moving on to Cincinnati, but they're moving on. Um, but Joe Burrow has, has been exceptional in this comeback season after being injured last year. 20 touchdowns, just nine picks, a 108 passer rating on the season. So this guy is everything you want in a franchise quarterback. Dude, last week in the loss, three touchdowns. Uh, it's a, it was a real nice game. Jamar Chase, his college teammate, has continued his tear up of the NFL, another touchdown grab last week. And along with uh, Tyler Borden, and T, Hig- T. Higgins, this is a real, real nice receiving group, dude. And now Joe Mixon really starting to play good f- good football, too. 91 yards from scrimmage last week and a touchdown. Um, you know what? This Bengals team has got all of the pieces. And now with the quarterback to lead them, uh, this is a huge game, though. Pivotal, pivotal game, as you mentioned, both divisionally and in AFC generally overall positioning. Yeah, how NFL is the NFL? Two weeks ago, the Bengals beat the Ravens, and then last week, <laughs> lose to the Jets. That's the NFL, baby. <laughs> That's right. When you do your power rankings, they never make sense. Uh-uh. Like that beat you, they just beat those guys, and they just crumble that up. And throw it into the trash can and yell Kobe while you do it. All right, Dave, let's get into the late games. The afternooners starting with our Los Angeles Chargers at the Philadelphia Eagles. And the Chargers are two and a half point favorites on the road. All right. Well, I'll take that. I mean, the Chargers were um, flying high there early in the season, sitting at four and one, and they dropped two in a row and they had to buy in between the the one against the Ravens. They played very poorly in all three phases. Last week, they lost to a, a New England team in a real close battle. Um that they could have easily won just a couple of mistakes balls that didn't bounce, but it's been two games in a row that this team hasn't executed uh, at the level that they were accustomed to executing in the first uh, five weeks of the season. Justin Herbert has been a little off the offensive line, you know, which has been a problem for a while rebuilt. It was, it was, it's been under siege uh, of the last couple of games and, and Herbert hasn't responded as well as he did uh, previously. He's been a little inaccurate. And then to add to that, all of the receivers have dropped the football a little bit. I'm Keenan Allen, who never drops the football, and Mike Williams dropped a couple. Austin Eckler had one bounce off his hands that went for a pick. And another pick, he, Herbert had two picks last week. The other one was was some kind of misread between uh, Cook, the tight end, who wasn't even looking for the ball, and it was thrown straight to a DB. So, so they're just a little out of sync, Casey, but they've got a lot of pieces of the puzzle. Unfortunately, Austin Eckler has been questionable for a number of weeks. He's got a hip going on. So check his fantasy team. If he's in his fantasy team's lineup, then he's playing. If not, he's going to have to sit this one out. It would have to be Justin Jackson, who had one huge run last week, and then he got hurt. Right. And if he if he can't stay healthy, it'll probably be uh, Larry Roundtree uh, and the former UCLA uh, running back, Kelly, who hasn't seen much action this week. But, um, you know, this Chargers team right now, this looks like this is a good time for them to get sort of get right and get go back in, into a rhythm on on the defensive side. They've got a lot of talent, but they're they're really pretty awful against the run, at least statistically last in the league. 
sounds pretty awful. And they're playing against a team in the Eagles who haven't had a great running game in terms of the running back. But yeah. when you add Jalen Hurts in there, they're a really good running team. And we got a couple of DBs down. Asante Samuel, the star uh, rookie, uh, he's questionable, is in the concussion pro- protocol. Michael Davis is also questionable uh, in this game. So they're going to rely on Derwin James, who is a monster. He created a fumble last week along with his 13 tackles. Um, but they have got to find a way to contain Jalen Hurts and then get their offensive rhythm back. Yeah, dude, you mentioned Hurts. He obviously is the the quarterback there, but he's also the leading rusher. And they don't right. run the football that much unless it's him. They got to trust it. You know, a lot of these young coaches, they bail on the run a little too early. So um, it's probably Gainwell and Bart Scott, or not Bart Scott, Boston Scott. Sorry, your cousin from Boston, who might be someone you want to look at on the fantasy wire out there. But uh, they have to get more consistent with the run game. And overall, it just, you know, the... Out of draft picks um, coming up in 2022. So they're not quite looking at tanking yet. They still have a shot here, but, uh, you know, it's getting close to that when they're going to start um, looking towards next year. And I guess the best news um, coming out of Philly this week is that Fletcher Cox stay and put, and he's going to go ahead and wind it out uh, as an Eagle there. So um, lots of questions to be had on this Eagles team. Um, they looked great last week against the Lions, but that was against the Lions. So, um, yeah, important game for both teams there, even though you it know is. these guys are from different conferences, a huge game. Yeah, both these guys need this win to, to get right. All right, Casey, up next is the Green Bay Packers at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs at home favored by two. Well, that was a little while ago, of course. I think that they are now favored by eight with the news that has come out of Green Bay. Yeah, and you you hear those um, weeping and wailing in the background. That's the you know the network execs that dreamed of this awesome matchup they had, dude. Thank God they would have been promoting the crap out of this thing. And uh, unfortunately, no Aaron Rodgers come down with the COVID, dude. And he might not play next week, but we'll get to that then. But at least Pack fan is going to get to look at Jordan Love because next year might be a year without Aaron Rodgers, and you have to move forward. So we're going to see what. <laughs> Jordan uh, Love can bring to the table here. My advice to him is to turn around and hand it to Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, both (laughs) great running backs with a little different skill set. A.J. Dillon just wants to run you over. Aaron Jones a little bit shiftier and does a lot out of the backfield. They're not going to have Devontae Adams in this thing either, dude. So um, COVID might still be spreading on this team. We don't know what it's going to look like on Sunday. So Mm. it's unfortunate that this is such a huge game and we're not going to get to see the Packers at their uh, strongest with all these players, especially coming off that huge win against the Cardinals last Thursday night. They had the mini bye week there, and I was really impressed with what that defense did against the Cardinals last week. See if these guys can still stay stay motivated and fired up, missing so many other offensive pieces. Um, But uh, we'll we'll see what Jordan Love has, and that's, that's at least interesting to me. No question is very interesting to see if he thrives or struggles and everybody's going to rally uh, around him. All right, Case, this Chiefs team at four and four. I mean, I guess probably very few people saw the Chiefs sitting at four and four at this stage in the in the season and coming off a narrow victory on Monday night against the New York Giants team, which isn't really all that 
uh, all that good of a football team. You know, this team has really kind of been out of sync um, mm-hmm. in general this whole season. And you look at the offensive line, which was rebuilt, wholesale rebuilt, like basically in this offseason. At first, they were uh, kind of coming together a little bit, gelling, but it's actually it actually really hasn't worked out that well so far. Um, Patrick Mooms is in a, under a lot more pressure than he has been, and defenses are able to to get after him. Um, and he's not reacting nearly as well. He had more time with the old offensive line that before it crumbled there, and as a result, this team. Um, minus 11 in the turnover rate. I mean, holy, holy, minus 11 in the turnover Lucky rate. Lucky to show. be at 500 with that turnover Totally. Rate and the defense is not very good either. But when you look at Patrick Mahomes, he's still Patrick Mahomes. He can still make those crazy plays. But like I said, everything a little bit out of sync. Seems like Travis Kelsey on the sidelines, not very happy. You know, he's not that giddy guy that he was uh, when they were really rolling. Tyreek Hill, he's coming off of uh, 12 catch, 94 yards and touchdown against the Giants last week. But overall this season, a lot of teams have found a way to sort of figure out uh, playing those deep safeties and stuff to take away that explosive play and force this Chiefs team to sort of methodically find their way downfield. And again, teams are pressuring uh, Patrick Mahomes much more so. Lately, they've gotten their ground game uh, going. Daryl Williams last week, 110 yards from scrimmage. And rookie Derek Gore, or maybe not he's a rookie, but it seemed like his first start, I've never seen him before, 48 yards and a touchdown. Um, so that was a pleasant surprise there at the combination at running back because they haven't run the ball all that well. Um, defensively, obviously, they've got some good players, but it's it, overall it hasn't been a great defense, you know. So yeah, dude, uh, huge game for them. They're catching a big time break with no Aaron Rodgers in this thing. big time, dude. No question about it. All right, Dave, we got a pretty sweet NFC West battle. We got the Arizona Cardinals at the San Francisco 49ers. And the Cardinals are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, and the Cards coming off that um, disappointing loss to the Packers. Like you said, they're coming off that mini-buy. You just mentioned it. And that game ended in a real disappointing manner with A.J. Mm-hmm. Green cruising down, not getting the signal um, from uh, Kyler Murray uh, uh, to break off the route. And um, and it, as a result, it was, it was a pick. Um, probably would have won that football game and remained undefeated. But, hey, uh, that's what happens in the NFL, especially when you're playing a quality football team like the Packers. But Kyler Murray has has been playing lights out this year, 17 touchdowns passing and seven interceptions for a 110 rating. So much more efficient. He was on this tear last year, too, before he got banged up and kind of got derailed a little bit there. Um, but the team is um, is actually really uh, playing exceptionally well around him. DeAndre Hopkins, no surprise, is one of the best receivers in the NFL. A- A.J. Green. I believe is he on COVID yeah. this week, so mm-hmm. that's a pretty significant disappointment because he's been a nice addition too, along with Christian Kirk. But um, offensively, we know how explosive they are. But let's talk this defense real quick. They're fourth in um, in overall yardage, fourth against the pass, and third in points, uh, giving up just seventeen point three points a game. So this is a really good defense, featuring of course Chandler Jones, but uh, Isaiah Simmons there. Uh, first round draft pick from a, a couple of years back has been playing really, really well. He's an all purpose linebacker there in Buda Baker, uh, obviously one of the better safeties in the league, dude. Yeah. And these Niners, man, they just keep grinding, dude. They've had so many injuries to start so the season. 
and they're sitting right there at three and four. If they can somehow scumbag a win in this game, they're going to be right in the <laughs> NFC mix. I don't know if they'll get to the top of that division, but uh, you know, getting a win here is the first step in doing anything. And Jimmy G, man, had a real nice game against the Bears last week. A couple of rushing touchdowns and yeah. kind of avoided the huge mistake in that game. And that's been something that's kind of held him back. The surprise here, we thought they would have a good rookie running back. It's not Trey Sermon. It's Elijah Mitchell, dude. He had almost 140 rushing yards last week and a score. So he's been a bright spot, even though every running back on that team has been hurt in this season. Speaking mm-hmm. of hurt, um, George Kittle, he's been banged up. It looks like he could come off the IR. I'm not, I don't know if he's going to be there this week, but he's starting to get healthy again. But you know who the hell is healthy is Debo Samuel, man. This guy is destroying the league, man. This is a man-child among yeah. boys, and just can't bring this guy down after the catch. He's so explosive. So that's been a really nice spot. Um, Brandon Ayuk's not having the, the season that they had hoped he would. There's still a t- chance for him to turn it around. But uh, if him and Samuel can both start dominating, then the Niners can play their way back into this mix. Defense is pretty solid there. They just got to, you know contained Kyler Murray easier said than done I know he's got a little thigh problem so if they can get a couple hits on him early maybe limit his mobility that's going to give them some help in this game but man this would be a huge win for the Niners yeah Debo killed me last week in fantasy okay how about the next game Casey Tennessee Titans at the Los Angeles Rams are Los Angeles Rams are favored by seven and a half in this one yeah dude the Titans man coming off a crazy overtime win against those Colts snuck it out of there and uh you know it was lucky they did get that win because uh they're moving forward um in life without derrick henry mentioned that they signed adrian peterson to the uh the practice squad there i doubt he's gonna be able to play in this game so you have to go with christy mcnichol i mean jeremy mcnichol (laughs) he's no uh derrick henry but you know, at least he's been in the offense for a little while, so they might have some different things that they want to do with him there. And A.J. Brown, my goodness, dude, he started so slow, and now he is just dominating, dude, everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. This guy is fun to watch. Uh, Ten catches, 155 yards, and a TD last week. So if they can ever get Julio healthy, yeah. um, then maybe they're not going to miss Henry as much as they uh, might, but... Play action is really what um, Ryan Tannehill's the best at. So we're going to see how that plays out without having that Derrick Henry that there might change the look of this offense a little bit. And uh, that's bad news because uh, this Rams defense is pretty pretty dang good. Yeah, they are. Not as good as they were last year, Casey, but they still are pretty good. Yeah, and we'll get into that first. Uh, let's talk just generally. Rams coming into this thing at 7-1, and one, having crushed the Texans last week. Stafford probably feels like he died and went to heaven. Nope, you're just in Los Angeles, dude. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's Sean McVay uh, <laughs> running the offense. 22 touchdowns and uh, just four picks for a 118 pass ratings, arguably having his, uh, his best season uh, ever. Um, and last week, 305 yards, three touchdowns for Stafford. Cooper Cup is absolutely tearing up the league. Unbelievably, this guy seems like he's the best receiver in the league, and the statistics uh, bear it out, really. Last week, seven catches, 115 yards, and a touchdown. And he became the first player in the Super Bowl era with 900 or more receiving yards and 10 or more touchdowns in the first eight games of the season. So stacking up numbers like that 
it's just crazy sick how good Cooper Cup is. Mm-hmm. He gets wide open. He makes the catch. He is just an absolute nightmare for defenses. And, of course, they've got some other dudes out there, uh, Robert Woods. But last week, Daryl Henderson ran the ball really well, 90 yards and two uh, two scores for Henderson. So uh, getting him back was huge. Um, losing Cam Akers in the beginning of the year uh, or before the season a bummer, and then they were like, oh, yeah, Henderson's going to be fine. Well, uh, Henderson is fine now, and he's really showing that uh, their their faith was well-placed, as long as he can stay healthy. Offensively, this team, fifth in yards, fourth in pass, fifth in points, so they're really, really an offensive juggernaut right now. Defense isn't the number one unit it was last year, Casey, but they still have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Oh, yeah, and they just acquired Von Miller. So That's an impressive unit. Yeah, that's a hell of a unit right there, Casey. So I wouldn't want to be facing this team. And now the Titans really are going to be struggling to run the football. Um, and uh, the Rams might be able to tee off on Tanny Hill. So we'll see how that goes. All right, then we wind it up with the Chicago Bears at the Pittsburgh Steelers Monday night football. Steelers favored by six and a half. <laughs> the Bears come off a loss that uh, loss to San Francisco, but they, they played okay. Justin Fields, okay. So he's still a work in progress. He tends to run as soon as he has to or so the first possible opportunity. Uh, he has only three touchdown passes on the season and seven interceptions for a 65.7 rating. I didn't look it up. But I'm pretty sure it's not very, uh, very good in terms of comparing it, his, uh, his pass rating to other guys. But you know what? The good news is he did come off a really nice game, a career high 70 percent uh, last week, uh, 19 of 27 for 175 yards, a, t- a touchdown and a pick. And he had 103 rushing yards, too. So let's not discount him entirely because when he does use his leg, he's, his legs, he shows that he can get stuff done. But another guy using his legs. Uh, on this team is is uh, Khalil Herbert, the rookie who came out of nowhere, uh, and uh, in re- replacing uh, Montgomery, who's been banged up for uh, a couple of weeks on IR, rushed for 72 yards last week. So he's been playing real well. Uh, the offense, though, Casey, 32nd in the league in yards, 32nd in the league in passing. They can run the football. And again, this is the running quarterback effect. They're fifth um, in rushing, but they're 31st in points. So when they get down the red zone, they're not putting it in there. This defense, a, it has Khalil Mack, Raquan Smith. Those are great, great players. But Khalil Mack is questionable. And statistically speaking, they're kind of a, a middle of the range defense, Casey, uh, not the monsters of the midway. Uh, they're just okay. Yeah, and you know, these Steelers, they've gone through quite a bit. They've been really banged up. They lose Juju um, right off the bat. But last week, they had a grimy, grimy <laughs> win against the Browns. Yeah. And that keeps them relevant. One thing you know about a Mike Tomlin team, dude, he, they're going to be well coached and they're going to play until the whistle blows. You know, they moved right Ingram there. out of there. He says, we uh, want volunteers, not hostages. So if you're not doing it the Steelers way, adios, my friend. Yeah. Um, but they still have, you know, uh, Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool's not doing, you know, we expect big things out of Chase Claypool. So there's still plenty of time to get that going. And Pat Fryer moved. He had a great yeah. week last week. He's starting to be a part of that offense. But what I'm really liking is Najee Harris, dude. It seems like this guy can take 25, 30 touches a week. No problem. And they're finally starting to yeah. block a little better for him. So by the end of this season, dude, a 9-7 and seven Steelers team could be running the football and be that team that nobody wants to mess with, dude. And 
obviously TJ Watt is there earning every uh, penny of that paycheck there. So um, Steelers are so tough to beat in primetime at home Monday night. Uh, Pennsylvania fans are going to be all lathered up there. So yeah. this is going to be a game with a lot of big hits in there. And, uh, you know, I'll be looking at some big hits while I watch this game. So it's a win-win for everybody, Dave. It should be a fun football game. Uh, hopefully we shall see. And the whole weekend, week nine, should be a heck of a lot of fun. Uh, there's plenty of pretty killer matches, uh, matchups there, Casey. All right, Casey, that's going to do it for this episode of the Trend Zone. Don't forget, folks, plenty of ways to check out the Football Dudes. Available for sub- subscription on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on Instagram and Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Football Dudes LA, and make sure you tag us across all social media platforms. Yeah, and just check out us at the football at footballdudes.com. That is going to do it for this episode of The Trend Zone. For Casey, I'm Dave. We are the Football Dudes, and we are out of here. Enjoy week nine, folks. <laughs>